Hey everybody, and welcome to the long-awaited second half of our mock draft episode of From the League Office. I am Seth, your forever host, with my mm-hmm. other forever ever co-host, Mac. What's up? Um, yeah, we don't. There has been a lot of news. Uh, sorry about the delay. I feel like I say that every episode. Uh, <laughs> I was what's happening lately? <laughs> yeah, I was in a friend's wedding. And one of the other friends who was in the wedding was staying with me over basically two different weekends. And so that kind of took up a lot of potential recording time. Mm-hmm. Um, then so Valheim. Yeah. Then Valheim. Yeah, Valheim's yeah. a game. Uh, <laughs> it's really more of a lifestyle, honestly, now. Yeah. We're Vikings, uh, if you didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't notice by our, the sounds of our voices. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, we won't beat around the bush anymore. Um, we'll hop right into it. So it'll be rounds three and four. Uh, like last time, Max is doing odds, I'm doing evens. Um, uh, but uh, I have a pick eight in the third round, so I guess we'll hand that off to Max to do. Yes. Uh, just so I don't, <laughs> I don't give any away of my secret strats <laughs> in the end of the third round. It was hot third round strats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I can. Do it. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, it's up to you. I I'll, I'll I'll take it. There's no way that this draft ends up like how we've done. It. You shut your mouth. That way. This is accurate. Yeah, well, maybe yours are mine. Not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we'll get started with the top of the third round, which is Max Eric. picking for Eric. Eric making his introduction for the draft here. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, is this his only? No, he's got a late fourth, too. Yeah. Um. All right, so this is the first time we get to dive into really Eric's team. Um. It's interesting for Eric is, I mean, we both talked about uh, when we did team needs and stuff, like he really needs to get a quarterback because mm-hmm. Breeze is retired. Carr is okay. Smith is free agent and he just has Lamar Jackson. Um, so unfortunately, I don't think there's enough, there's anyone here for him to really grab in that category that he's not sacrificing value elsewhere. So I'm going to look. Uh, one of the other needs I had for him, which is wide receiver, which I think this is where all the value is in this draft anyway. Um, with that, there's still some really good names on the board. And like, one name that like I've seen plenty of people even mocking like the first round is Terrence Marshall. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to give him the upside pick here and give him Terrence Marshall. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be, and this is like, this is the part of the draft where it becomes like extremely dependent on landing spot um because like terrence marshall has been like the the past two years has been in that like explosive lsu offense but like he's the forgotten third wheel guy who just kind of sat behind chase and jefferson and whatnot so but he's still produced so he's got good size it just depends if he's going to be able to get into a place where he has to contribute right away or he's going to be like a kind of another weapon for the offense so i think it's a really great upside pick for eric to get here and address the need yeah i agree uh, he's a big dude he's yeah he is six three two hundred there's a lot of big receivers in this class yeah and the crazy thing is he's that big but is known as like a field stretcher 
Yeah. So that's, it's just LSU receivers, man. It's just a factory. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's gross. Uh, I think that's a solid pick for Eric, for yeah. sure. Um, pick two in the third round, we got Michael. Uh, I'm picking for him. So Michael only had one pick in the first two rounds, uh, which we gave him Rashad Bateman. Ooh, that's a really good pick there, too. Oh, we did such a good job. I know. Oh, man. He lasts that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other two needs two needs I had for him were running back and tight end. Um, I believe, let's see, Pat Fryermuth was taken and Kyle Pitts. So I'm not sure that there's really another tight end that would be super Revan interesting. Revan Jordan, I think, is the other name that's been tossed around, but it depends how much you like him, I guess. Yeah, and it's just like, I know it's the third round, but I wouldn't want to throw yeah my second pick at still good names out there and he just needs talent yeah i agree um and in that vein with the whole justin talent thing i think i'm going to give him another receiver yeah off the board um which is another one of those guys that have definitely been named a lot like i've heard uh and that's Kadarius tony yeah that's Um, the other that's the other name i was debating for eric too yeah he's honestly probably the biggest name we left off in the first rounds yeah, he's. Um, I think his range of outcomes for the draft is so wide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's one of those guys that can definitely contribute. Uh, I think he's he's being projected as like a slot type guy. Um, and if you're willing to work over the middle of the field and can do it well, you're just gonna get catches and do things in the NFL. <laughs> I love it. Get catches and do things. Yeah, dude, should be like a T-shirt. Get catches and do things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, people are like drooling over his athleticism, calling like a poor man's Tyree Kill, and so I, it, that's a, it's kind of getting devalued now. Just a Tyree Kill comp. Everyone wants to find the next one. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's what he's been like, really tied to. Yeah. So I'm gonna give Michael some good old Darius Penny. I forget. I don't think it's Tony. There's a. Uh... I saw it, it was on Reddit. There was somebody made mention that next year, theoretically, if he's if he doesn't retire, uh, not like this coming in until season, the next one, Tom Brady could throw a pass to a guy that was uh, born after Brady was drafted. That's there's one cool. wide receiver in this draft who was born like two months before Brady was drafted. So not quite this draft, but next oh, year, God. theoretically, Brady could throw to somebody that has lived their whole life inside of Brady's career, which is ridiculous. That hurts my head right, right? now, thinking about. Yeah, it was in some like post that. where somebody was like, Brady's closer to the average age of the parents of this draft class than the actual players. Jeez. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, anyways, on to uh, Kyle's third pick. who yeah. went double quarterback to yeah. uh, start this draft. So I think I... I think I've been making all Kyle's picks so far. And I can't say mm-hmm. I'm doing a really good job. Um, <laughs> Which actually, it's interesting because when we did that, uh, Cam hadn't signed. Since yeah. then, Cam's resigned, which, I mean, granted, um, uh, that changed. I don't know. It's Cam. And I'm hopeful he does better, but I don't know how much better he'll be. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, is we have. Uh, he has Cam, but what does the second quarterback that we had him draft that I think is a very, like, not likely, but very real possibility for New England if they go quarterback is Mac Jones. So he could just end up with, like, the 
uh, New England quarterback situation in general. Um, so who knows? Um, but I mean, getting him, him and Wilson off the bat, I mean, it, it, it was absolutely necessary. But like, I think at this pick too, he's got a really another really good name that's been like shooting up boards lately. I think because of his pro day lately, what he measured in at and his other metrics, I think are shooting him up still is one of the other needs I had him for was um, running back. Um, I'm going to give him Kenneth Gainwell here. And I, th- I think he was getting knocked a bit because of his size, but I think he weighed in like just over 200 at his pro day. And I like a list on a dynasty website I'm looking at right now has him as RB4 for this class. And he's getting him at 3-3 in this draft. So, I mean, Memphis is like, very quietly just been like putting out really solid running backs right now like mm-hmm. Antonio Gibson was last year the year before was uh Tony Pollard and Daryl Henderson so like I don't know what they're doing over there but they're putting out some really good athletes and all these guys are like good pass catchers too so like this guy's can like I don't think he projects as like a three down back but he's a guy who can like catch a lot of passes and contribute and like our type of scoring format and he gets them here in the third round so i think he's like really knocking out some needs here but also getting like really good value yeah i think that's a solid pick here. um especially since we're getting into that like chunk like the plump of running backs mm-hmm. well, i guess it's even the, towards the end of it yeah we've gotten a few taken already it's a really weird running back class for sure yeah that's definitely the truth um all right, so we're on to Jordan's what pick are we on for Jordan? Is this uh, only his third? 12. Fourth. This is fourth. Fourth? Uh yes. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, because Jordan's been uh uh the Penn State boy so far. Has he? Yeah, he's got Micah Parsons and uh Fryermuth. No, he doesn't. Jamie's got Fryermuth. Oh, Jamie's got Fryermuth. Sorry, yeah. he took Michael Carter. That's right. Yeah, who I gave him. Yeah. Um in that case. So I gave Jordan two running backs and a linebacker. Um, I had see my problem is my other two needs I had for him were quarterback and tight end. Um, yeah, and there's a not, yeah, there's not that many great ones to pick here. So like he may just go a name he likes or best player available or trade out. Who knows? Yeah. Um. I. So I think somebody is going to take a, I think somebody is going to take a leap at him. And I don't know if it'll be Jordan, the Ohio state as one of his fandoms person or one I'm of the OU that. boys, but I think, that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to give Jordan great sermon. Oh, right here. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think like looking at it, I think I've said this, I think back then I was saying it on like, it's super heavy running back, but um, I don't know. I just his wide receivers like he doesn't need more. Is the thing he's got so yeah. much going on there and that that one doesn't even have Thielen in there too. Uh, right. So like yeah. after getting Thielen, it's just like he's got good receivers. Like yeah, I mean yeah. there's no re. I mean Green moved to Arizona now, which could. It could be there. like a one-year thing, and I mean Metcalf, Higgins, are Ridley, and Ridley. 
Landry. Uh, yeah. Like those are his building blocks and everything else is just like plug and play. Right. And even Mike Williams for the chargers who gets an actual op- Yeah. I just, but with an off season with uh maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Henry's gone. So there's going to be targets to be had. I know they signed cook, but who knows? I don't, I think a lot of people aren't ready to give up on Williams. Yeah. I think Jordan's Nepo too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of at this point, I just like, why not just take more shots at running back? Um, especially because, like, Ingram's done. Uh, he doesn't oh, have Robinson God. anymore. Have you seen the uh, Houston backfield? Yeah. Yeah, it's Dude, a mess. That's gross. Like, it's just like it's a bunch so of – dumb. A bunch of – especially where all these guys in their careers, like, it's one disappointing to see Lindsay go there. And then the other guys are just like, meh, at that point, at this point in their career. Yeah. Like, ugh. It, it's just, I feel so bad for my boy DJ. I know. Um, Me too. So the really interesting thing too um, is that we had Jordan mocked with quarterback for once officially mm-hmm. um, and also before everything started going on with the watch. Yeah, that's that's a game changer. So yeah, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, we don't um, have to get into that, but that if like if something a, has come of that, that changes the first round entirely, probably. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's almost like if that happened. And so, if the draft stayed the same way up to this pick, I would almost say, like, is Jordan desperate enough to just go, like, draft? <laughs> That's the only other name you can, I feel like, is reasonably going to fall within this four round format. Like, I feel like he can be picked somewhere. I don't know if he's going to be drafted into a place where he'll be able to compete right away. He might. I feel like he could, but other than that, like, I don't think you're going to really see another quarterback in this. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also just realized Jordan's supposed to three more picks around. So oh, yeah. This he is can take a leap at Trask. Yeah, he could do whatever. Oh, my gosh. He's got four picks in the third round. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, before spending too long on this uh, Trey Sermon pick, um, so really, at the end of the day, I'm just saying, since he got Najee Harris, um, and he still definitely needs running back help, uh, why not just take more of a shot at those guys, kind of that second and third clump, and just mm-hmm. take lottery shots on him, especially with all these picks he has this round. Yeah. Um, so that takes us on to Jamie with pick five. Okay, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. So we have given him Frymuth so far, and that's it. And I mm-hmm. marked some needs for him coming into this as tight end, which that helps QB and another stud uh, defensive lineman. But because um, right now he's got Herbert. I'm trying to think if this is around an area for Trask. He's got Herbert, Baker, Goff. I, I think this is his shot at a quarterback here. If he wants to, I'm thinking of a couple other. I don't think he goes defensive back here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna in my head roll with the scenario that Trask ends up in a place where he can compete, and I'm gonna give him Trask here at three five. Interesting. Um, I mean, it's just like this is like in this format, this is the most valuable position, and I. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Taysom Hill here. Um, 
because that's his other one of his other quarterbacks. Like, who's going to win that battle between him and Winston? Because they'll both be on the field probably. Um, but Herbert's his guy, and then like, I'm sure he could like somewhat comfortably play Baker. And then I don't, I don't know about golf, especially in Detroit. I have no idea what to think of that. They mm-hmm. have no supporting cast. Um, so like, those are his quarterbacks. So like, I feel like it's certainly reasonable for him to take another shot with a quarterback here with like his receivers are good his running backs are good I the only other thing I was thinking about here is getting him another receiver but and then yeah I don't know I, I think this is like the best pick like for value here and then because this is like we were just saying the last quarterback that I, I think could reasonably be taken in this four-round draft yeah I agree um makes it difficult for Jordan now doesn't make it difference. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Uh, so, yeah, so we're on to Jordan's uh, second pick of the third round. Um, you know what? It's kind of weird to give. I don't think it's weird. I think it's a fair point. We're beginning the second half of the uh, third round. I think it's totally fair to take uh, Pay here. Quiddy Pay, who uh, is mocked, I think, still consistently as pretty much the first edge to probably come off the board. In no. the real draft, um, so I think, um, Jordan could probably use some help along that line. He's got um, some good guys. I wasn't mean, Hicks some... just cut? No, I mean he. I think they are give. They just granted him uh, permission to seek a trade. Okay, because he was one of the people offered uh, for Wilson, and I think there's just could be that cap thing. Okay, so that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, Chris Matos is still in development. Brown's yeah. an interior guy. Hendrickson just signed a Cincy, and Williams signed his big deal. Williams is actually looking good now. Yeah, but the whole question of was that just contract year to get money kind of thing? Yeah, I know that's it's very fair. The whole defense of the Giants actually started playing really well, but it's a wait and see thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's not a bad pick to just take pay here. Yeah. and go for uh, value in that case. Yeah, I mean, and up next, guess what? We have Jordan. Ooh, what's he going to do? <laughs> um, and another guy that I think has just been on the board too long, and he's both of these guys I'm looking at are just like similar size and everything. Um, I'm going to give him uh, Amonra St. Brown from USC. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, he's like the board I'm looking at. He's wide receiver nine. Um, I mean, most places I looked that are like doing super flex uh, rookie mock drafts, like 12 team, he's following like beginning to middle second. So the fact that he's in here at the late third seems like a good pick. I don't know too much about him. Um, oh, kick ass name. Yeah, he does. Um, and it feels like one of this. Like, it feels like USC was due to put out another receiver here. It's been a few years since like Juju came out and blew up. Um, but I mean, again, it's going to depend on landing spot. So I mean, with all the movement that's just happened in free agency this week, I don't know what's going to be the exact best spot. Maybe like he lands in a place like one of these guys lands in a place like Kansas City or something where they can be a third guy or whatever. But uh, Jordan just gets another guy to take his best available here because he's going to pick in three more picks anyway yeah so, yeah <laughs> um i think 
I'm going to go... This is me. Uh, and I think we agreed that one of my needs was defensive line. Um, so I'm going to make the assumption, because it depends on what you look at. Uh, he's either being mocked as a linebacker or an edge. And so I'm kind of hoping that means he's going to get one of those sweet uh, double designations. And I'm going to take uh, Zaven Collin. Okay. That's the... Uh, Tulsa. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he was... I don't think he got Defensive Player of the Year, but he was in those conversations for sure. Okay. Um, And it's kind of neat to get, like, probably the highest mocked Tulsa player in... Who knows <laughs> how history. Long. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I wonder what look it up really quick. Yeah. yeah, I know. I need to... I need to know. <laughs> There's there. probably some egregious we're just leaving out. Yeah. Um, they got two guys drafted in 2020. A round four and round five guy. Charles Clay uh, was uh, he was he a tight end. For, for, huh? Okay. Um, no. Um, Charles Clay played on the Bills. It was probably where he was. He was drafted by the okay. Dolphins, but was tight end for the Bills. Kind of where he spent most of his career. Um. I think I had him as like a backup tight end, which is why I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Okay. Um, let's see. Back in their highest pick ever was the third overall pick in nineteen forty-three. Oh, of course. Glenn Duh. Dobbs to the Chicago Cardinals. The position of B. Oh. Uh, which is back. <laughs> I was gonna guess just back. Yeah, he was a back. Uh, okay. That was the third overall pick in 1943. They did have one other first round pick. It was the 14th. It was Steve August to the Seattle Seahawks. August was a guard. Okay. Um, but I think Zayvon Collins is being mocked like mid first. So I'm looking at sports figures on their wiki page, and I don't know any of these names. Yeah, there's nobody wow. impressive. So who knows? Maybe Bolton makes the name for himself. Maybe. Um, you know it's a good school. Or Collins, sorry. Yeah, Collins. Uh, you know it's a good school when half of the players ever drafted by them in the list on Wikipedia are red links because a Wikipedia page doesn't exist for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, seems like Tulsa was a powerhouse in the 30s and 40s because they had a lot of people drafted. Uh, and then have fallen off since. End of an era. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna take Zayvon Collins. All cool. Nice. All right, so now we got Thomas up, and so far we've given him Trey Lance and Chuba Hubbard. So Hubbard, I think, was my dart throw at the end of the second, see if he lands in the right spot and recaptures some of that prior year explosion he had. Um, so let's just, you know, let's go. There's another name still out there that I'm going to go uh, back to good old Oklahoma State for. I'm going to give him Tylen Wallace. Um, I had one of his needs as wide receiver depth, and I think Wallace is a um, kind of known for being a field stretcher. Um, so, I mean, see where he ends up going, but speedy guy. I think he's had some injury concerns too, which has made his stock kind of fluctuate. Um, and he's, a, I think, a pretty good uh, jump ball guy too. So I'm curious. As I th- he's probably going to end up being like a day two pick. So I think his draft stock will still be good. Um, but yeah, it gives him some more depth there. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fair. Um, all right. To end the third round, Jordan. <laughs> his last pick of the third round. Um, man, this is getting tough. Like, I know. We're just like building a whole team for him, it feels like. Yeah, I know. 
I don't want to. Like, I'm, I'm also want to pick defensive player, so I don't keep giving him running back. <laughs> uh, and like, I still don't think just like that third tight end really worth taking here. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's end of the third. And uh, well, he also has the first pick of the fourth, so it doesn't really matter. That's his last pick. Um, so actually, I'm gonna, I will go, uh, Brevin Jordan in that okay. case. Um, these are Jordan's last two picks, and they're back to back, so it's kind of interchangeable. Um, and so if he wanted a chance at him just to make sure he didn't have to fight in free agency for him, I'm just gonna go ahead and give him Brevin Jordan here. Okay. Uh, try to help round out some of that tight end. Um, because Ertz is still up in the air, I believe. Yeah, he hasn't been traded yet. Um, Irv Smith. I mean, they did finally uh cut Rudolph. Yeah. So in New York now. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, I, I guess it could be just uh how the head coach like, unless the coaching staff in general utilized him. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of where you to be. Irv Smith hadn't like fully taken control from Rudolph yet. Yeah. Um. So I don't think it's bad. Just try to kind of get some more depth there. Yeah. Okay. So his last pick at four one now going into the fourth round. Um, I think I am gonna go defense here and just give him another really good. I think one of the probably one of the better IDP options still on the board and could see first round capital maybe. Um, Trayvon Morig Morig. I forgot how to say his last name. He's a safety out of TCU. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people seem to love this guy, and maybe the people listening now have not even heard this guy. I don't blame him because I didn't really hear of him until now, too. Well, not now, but recently. Um, but uh, a lot of like NFL Network people love him, too. I know the one guy on Good Morning Football was giving his like top 10 rookie profile players he likes coming to the draft and this guy made like number five for him um so i think he's just one of those versatile safeties that can play like in the box like center field and just kind of like rack up impact plays wherever so i think he's going to find a way to get on the field and stay on the field um so i'd be curious to see where he ends up going but gives jordan a really good pick here at 4-1 yeah i think that's a pretty good way around it out i mean he managed to hit <laughs> every position is the only one he didn't get quarterback yeah i guess so and it really depends what happens with that watson thing yeah i mean i guess he didn't get a uh, wide receiver but we were also don't think he needs it so yeah um yeah we, i guess he didn't no he got he got uh st brown oh He's, yeah that's right yep he says so many i just forget. yeah <laughs> uh so yeah, I mean, not bad. Pretty solid for a billion picks. <laughs> um, at this point, so Michael's up with the second pick of the fourth round. Um, he's gotten two wide receivers so far, uh, Tony and Bateman. Um, and I think another need I had for him was running back. Um, and so at the fourth round, probably just gonna go that I think. Um, because my other one was tight end, but. We're now scraping yeah. <laughs> the barrel with tight ends. Good luck. Yeah. So the next one on this mock draft I'm looking at, and actually he's higher than both Trey Sermon and Michael Carter, both of which, and Hubbard, all of which we have drafted already, is mm-hmm. uh, Khalil Herbert from Virginia Tech. 
cool uh, yeah of course yeah him <laughs> um in 2019 playing for kansas uh he averaged second highest yards per attempt and had pff's third highest rushing grade um and then went to tech for his senior year and actually improved on that uh for the most part nice um apparently he's just uh i guess like the reason they're pushed down a bit is um he doesn't have a ton of work or history as a pass catcher okay so he seems pretty one-dimensional right now but in terms of like pure running ability he's apparently one of the better ones to go from so i mean at the very least he projects as somebody that could be a short yardage touchdown kind of hawk at least to start his career with um but uh, so uh, it's actually so <laughs> he never had more than ten catches in the season. But when he actually managed to catch them, uh, he has the highest yards per uh after the catch per reception at nineteen point nine. Oh my gosh! So it just seems like if you can get the guy the ball, you make things happen. Yeah. Um. So for a uh, for a fourth round running back, just take a shot on. Seems pretty great. Yeah. I mean, kind of piggybacking off of that i'm looking at like some rankings right now and going transitioning to kyle here at four three um it's crazy but there's a guy ranked 16th on this board i'm looking at wide receiver seven that still hasn't been picked yet and it's seth williams out of auburn Hmm. um so i'm just gonna give him a dart throw here at a guy that seems to be pretty highly ranked um and I mean, the physicals look pretty good from his perspective or his side. And um, I mean, he's got great size and everything. I guess people just want to see the talent, I guess, transfer to the NFL. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I never know how to gauge Auburn skill players, you know, like mm-hmm. skill position players. I don't feel like there's that many that come to mind to me. Um but I mean, people are gonna see guys with that size and like good physical attributes and kind of put some more stock into it. So I'm just gonna give him a highly ranked guy here. Yeah, I think that's not a bad pick at all. Um, mm, Shane at four four. Mm-hmm. Shane actually has two picks in the fourth round. Uh, uh what does Shane want to do? So hard. He needs so much. <laughs> he's so bad yeah he's the worst um i'm just gonna make it fun uh this uh big board has the top two pit players as different edge <laughs> players uh so shane you're gonna draft uh patrick jones the second out of pittsburgh was oh, it that big defensive lineman uh he's one of the big ones patrick jones the second is six five two sixty Slightly smaller than Rashad Weaver, the edge out of Pittsburgh at 6'5", 270. Oh, my gosh. Actually, it's more fun to give Shane the bigger one. So Shane's going to draft Rashad Weaver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just rep his alma mater. Because, I mean, when you're this rich at the top, you might as well just have fun. With it, you know? Yeah. What's interesting, I'm trying to find the tweet I saw about it. I saw a tweet go because Pitt had their pro day last week. Um, I saw... I can't remember if this guy was one of them, but two of their guys just completely tanked it. Really? Like, yeah, for Hopefully like it's not Rashad Weaver. I don't. I I'll, I'll have to find it again. But like these guys were like for like it was either 
I think it was like vertical jump, 40, 40 yard time. And there was another one. These guys were like, one of them was zero, zero percentile for their score. And the other <laughs> guy was like one percentile. For How his do score. you? They, they were you... really bad. But then they had another lineman or something put up like 42 reps on the bench press. Oh, damn. So I don't. I don't know. I really think the one guy was a a vertical jump, and he just barely got off the ground or something. Well, Shane, hopefully, I gave you the one that can jump. <laughs> so, I'm really curious what it was, but I need to find it. But that's the first thing that came to my mind when you said that. <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe he hits the right one. Um. But now we have four or five so we have jamie up um and so far what have we given him uh kyle trask Fryer youth so pretty good so far um jamie i have him needing tight end qb which we got and then like i had another defensive line prospect but uh i'm i'm kind of looking defense at this point to see i'm looking at some idp rookie rankings and there's some good names still out there. Uh, I'm looking at Jamie's team. And I think I'm going to give him what's marked as linebacker two on this board. And I'm going to give, oh my gosh, I'm going to try to say his last name. Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. Oh, yeah. From Notre Dame. I've seen his uh, name and I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> I've, i mean i've seen like i've seen him mocked like in a lot of drafts in the first round somewhere probably like maybe the later half so i think the like the draft capital is going to be there to put him on the field um and i think he's like a pretty i mean i think he needs to put on some more weight probably as a linebacker he's only listed here on 216 huh. um but I think he's like like a pretty good like sideline to sideline guy um, and linebacker too coming into this and he gets him at four or five uh, for a dart throw. So maybe, hopefully it hits for him and he can be somewhat impactful. Yeah. Like a not bad pick to make. Uh, so for Shane, this is his second pick of the fourth. I'm going to give him the other pit uh, defensive <laughs> lineman just in case it's the one that I can't jump is the one. That <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll go ahead and I know we don't really like corners, but some corners that could just make it work. Um, I'm yeah. just going to go ahead and throw uh, Patrick Sertain, I think. Okay. He's very good. And nice. I mean, I think, I think teams will still try to target, even if you have like draft capital, they'll still go after the rookies. Yeah. And so for at least one year, he definitely has a shot at getting some points. Um, and especially like I, I'm a, I'm already like associating him with the place I feel like I've seen him drafted most, which is Dallas. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm like just picturing that scenario. You have like uh Diggs on one side, Sertan on the other side, and like I don't know if you're necessarily gonna avoid either one yet i mean i think that they're both pretty high capital picks and Diggs, i think was pretty solid and um so i i feel like they're gonna get their equal share of like opportunity to make plays so i mean he could end up making some plays 
Yeah, and hopefully being on Dallas, um, especially with Dak there, uh, it'll be better, and so other teams will have to throw more. <clears throat> yeah. To keep in games there. Yeah, yeah. All right, Max, what am I doing with my last pick of the draft? At pick 4-7. So what have you done so far? You have Lawrence, uh, Waddle, um, and Collins. So you've gone defense, receiver, quarterback. Also, you gave me uh, Avante. Avante Williams? Avante Williams? Avante, there we go. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a really good one. Um, hmm. So I was gonna I was thinking about going running back here where we gave you Williams. Um I kinda wanna go defense for you too. But I feel like you could also still use running backs. Wasn't well, I like one of the seven people that you said could use defensive line? <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. Everyone's defensive <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, well, me they're gonna give you uh, just a guy to root for here as a dart throw and four seven and Ramondre Stevenson. Hey, or, uh, <laughs> um, I like that. You know, yeah, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you him. Okay. I, I don't think any. I was gonna think about uh, Gregory Ro, Rosal out of Miami, but. I'm just guessing that's how you say his name, but I'm going to just give you one of your OU boys to come out here with and root for. I'm into so, it. Yeah, I don't think I need to really explain more than that, so we'll see where he lands. He's got good uh, physicals, it seems like, so we'll mm-hmm. see where he goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was good this last season. I didn't really for being suspended. Was he? Oh, he was suspended? Yeah, he was suspended for the first couple of games. Uh, he had, like, weed at the bowl game the year before, and they were spending for, like, couple weeks it was stupid mm-hmm. um but when he came back he did pretty great yeah. uh those running backs seem to do pretty solid there yeah kind of helps when you have to pay attention to five different receivers and a good yeah. quarterback um but yeah i think it's a fun pick um all right so serrani's last pick for four eight his first pick too no no he had terrace marshall jr that's it though, right? Yep, that, that was his first okay. one. Um, yeah, so I had quarterback wide receiver tight end. Uh well, it's not getting <laughs> a quarterback or a tight end. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh and he's in one of those rare cases where I don't think he really needs all that much help on defense. Like we we've talked about before, like his defense is very solid. Yeah. Um so I don't know if mm, he could just yeah, he could just continue to take more receiver dart throws to see if he can hit one here. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm really thinking. Defensive lineman out there. Um, I think I'll throw a shot at a Tutu. Seen him on a couple different boards at Tutu. varying levels. Tutu Atwell from Louisville. Um. Let me quickly look up some physicals on him. Uh, he's a smaller guy. Really small, actually. Uh, so hopefully he stays alive. He's <laughs> He is smaller than Devontae Smith. Uh, like weight-wise? Uh, yeah, he's 5'9", 165. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so hopefully he puts on weight. 
Uh, Jeez. But at least in some like big boards and stuff, he's been projected pretty well. Um, so hopefully that means it works out for him and he manages to put on the weight. I am fascinated to see what Devontae Smith ends up weighing in at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess he... Um, yeah, I mean, he seems like he does well out of the slot. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a 4-3 40-yard dash. Ew. Well, you better have something that stands out if you're going to be that small. Yeah. Um, and I guess, uh, like two years ago, he had the uh, second in 2019, he had the second highest PFF uh, receiving grade for all wide receivers as a wow. sophomore. So, yeah, two two, okay. two two right. to Eric. Um, just because I really want to see him drafted here and <laughs> just talk about him, I'm gonna. <laughs> give to not something i really listed as a, one of the teams i apparently did not list this as a need for <laughs> um i'm gonna give him jason Oway, uh okay. the, an edge player from penn state um what's interesting about him i mean it's, it's purely a depth piece he's got jj watt who hopefully has enough impact left um in arizona and jpp and hayward so he doesn't need to rely on him and he's got some like Calais Campbell on, on the bench and Sam Hubbard. So he's got guys, but like, <coughs> um, I think OA has been mocked a lot in like the mid to late first, because it's like, it's like, he's a guy that like is a little like raw, like as a prospect, but like, like he doesn't have the stats that you would think a first rounder would generate, but what's people going to get teams fascinated is like, he's like six, five or something. 250 somewhere in that range but he he ran uh last week he reported a 43340 holy shit he dude it's disgusting like i i there's this one guy who every year for college football puts out like his top 100 like quote-unquote freaks and his like it's just the freakiest athletic players in the country he just Mm -hmm. ranks them and i think he made like number three or five last year so wow. like, he's like he's a physical specimen and i think that's what just is getting teams like fascinated by him so depending where he lands if they don't need to rely on him heavily right away i think it's going to earn him some more lead way to develop as an edge player and if they just find ways to get him in space and get him to the ball like however he needs to just to make a play like he's got the physicals to do it so see what he does but I just wanted a chance to talk about him and give T.O. a chance to take a dart throw. So there we go. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's a fun dart throw to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm purely taking this for no other reason than for some reason I feel like this is just a Jamie guy. <coughs> um, and it's technically like it. a need that he had. I'm gonna have Jamie drop draft Brock Purdy out of oh, Iowa State <laughs> for the last pick of the draft. Uh, I think he'll get drafted. I don't know where. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was to say I know nothing about him. He's one of the reasons um, that, like, Iowa State <laughs> has actually been not bad okay. uh, the past couple of years. Um, probably he loves throwing his tight ends. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's he's a solid guy. I just don't know. He's do- he doesn't. He's not flashy. 
Um, and he ended pretty badly in the last Big 12, uh, throwing like three picks against OU. Oh. Um, so that oh, definitely didn't okay. help. Okay. Um, in the Big 12 championship this past year. So I think he's one of those guys, though, that'll still get drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why. Something about him. Maybe it's just the name. Just like Jamie likes this guy. Jamie's awfully purdy, if I do say so myself. Yeah, maybe it's that. <laughs> uh, maybe it's like proximity. Purdue. I don't know. There's just something about him. I'm like, you know what? Jamie might like this guy. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Like, like the fact that we have another quarterback there. I just scrolled down a little bit further, and like there are some like notable names left. I just like, I don't think they're like. If you're going to take a dart throw at a quarterback at the end here, it's just really pick your poison. But, like, like guys that are going to get drafted this year that are still out there, like Jamie Newman from Georgia is still out there, Ian Book, Kellen Sam Allen. Mond. Yeah, Kellen Mond is the big one because, like, that's who that who was it, Chris Sims, like, ranked him higher than yeah. um, who? Oh, uh, it, it was higher than at Wilson. least Trask. He had, him in the, he had him in the top five. And might I have think, been Wilson. I think it was Wilson or I think it was Wilson. he had him higher as. But it was one like, of the two. Some, I think someone from PFF was calling him this year's Dak Prescott. Yeah, um, that's actually probably somebody that, well, maybe. So Yeah, I don't know. So that will be fascinating too. So, like, I mean, these guys are going to be sneaky plays depending on where they go if they land in a shaky quarterback situation team and they can win something out in camp um so these guys are going to most likely be free agency bids for us and see who can stash them on their taxi squad but like and the the only downside for jordan having eight picks or whatever he has in this is like he's going to literally fill out his bench or he could fill a whole taxi squad so like he's gonna have limited flexibility when it comes to that um yeah we're done we did it. A yeah. whole mock draft. Yeah. Uh, Guaranteed 100% accurate. Yeah, 100%. Um, do you want to do like instant reactions or anything? Do we have any? Uh, who are we happy for, I guess? We'll start with that. <laughs> like, if I was this person, or if you were this person, who would you be like, yeah, I'm happy with how Um, I think right now, one of the person that's jumping off to me right away it's just because how dire he needs it is Kyle. I was I, thinking like, the exact same thing. Actually. Yeah, I like he just so desperately needs quarterback, and the fact that he can come out of here with Wilson and Mac Jones, and then get a late riser like Kenneth Gainwell in the third. Like, who knows what happens to Seth Williams? But like Wilson and Mac Jones could be two like home run hits here, and then that completely changes things for him. So I think that that's one of my gut reactions. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna pick Kyle if you didn't. <laughs> um, I think. I mean, Shane's easy to say, uh, yeah. just because like he didn't have needs, and so for only having to really take best player available at every spot, he did pretty solid. I mean, except for that random one at the end of the second round. Whoever did that to him. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I mean, like Shane's an easy one to put there. I think I'd be totally happy with. Um, it's kind of hard just because, like, you had one, two picks? Two. One pick. Yeah. yeah, two picks. And, like, for the two picks they were, they're pretty solid, but it's kind of hard to say. 
man, I'm so happy to come out of this draft yeah. with just my so, two picks. That was kind of transitioning into what I was going to ask you next. Like, looking, I was going to see if we could just get our own self reactions to how things rolled out for us. So, if you're you're evaluating what you come out of this, what's your reaction with like what you've who have you taken? Um, so you come out just for people who know he's coming out with Trevor Lawrence, Javante Williams, Jalen Waddle. Um, rolling through here and Ramondre Stevenson. Um, I think I'm pretty happy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the one I'm honestly least happy about is probably the Waddle pick. Interesting. Um, yeah, just because, like, I don't think mostly it's because I don't think wide receiver is really that big of a need for me. No, because half your roster is receiver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I would have rather have probably spent that pick on something else. Um, yeah. Especially just because, like, there have been such a glut of solid wide receivers the past couple of years that unless I feel like getting somebody that's one of those, like, he's definitely going to be a stud number one, like Jamar Chase or potentially Smith, mm-hmm. um, he's just going to get kind of lost in the shuffle on my squad. Yeah, maybe it's that's what's tough, especially especially for your case with the fact of how many good receivers you already do have and coming into a draft that the strongest like trait about this class is it's so wide receiver deep. When you get to a place where like the running back tiers have heavy drop-offs and quarterback there's a limited number and tight end super limited. And when the good bulk of those is like in transition where you're at two one, I think it's just more valuable to take best player available and just add that much more value and talent to your team. If you do need to make a move or if he turns into someone that you can then play over other guys that are doing well in your team. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it, it's all just of matter of preference at that point. Because there's like other guys that go after you could easily make an argument for. Yeah, and without trying to give like too much too much away yeah. about what I want to do with it, I would if it was between like Waddle or trading the pick, I would trade. The pick, I think. Yeah, that that becomes a very hot trade spot if it ends up like this. Yeah, because I think there are other teams that are more receiver needy that I think would be willing to try to trade up to get Waddle there. Yeah, um, I, especially because I, I think that's if we were considering like tiers. I think right now you have Chase slash Smith as tier one. Uh, really kind of waddle on his own for tier two. Maybe if you want to call it tier one and a half. Uh, oh, and then yeah. other guys. It might change as we get more pro days and stuff. But kind of just like what I've been hearing and like reading is that waddle, he's not really with the top two, but he's not necessarily with the guys coming after yeah, the only guy I think that gives him really competition there is Bateman, and it really depends who you talk to. Yeah, um, and, like, I think traditionally he would have been in, like, the top three group, but it's just because Chase and Smith are both so mm-hmm. um, that he doesn't join up with them. And that might have changed if he – because he was injured, right? Uh, Waddle. Yeah, he didn't yeah. really play. So, like, yeah. and, that, and that might have changed if he had played and, like, showed yeah. up. I think he played four games and got hurt and had the ankle injury. Yeah, so I think I think he's kind of in that alone spot right now of like a tier one and a half, maybe tier two if we didn't want to do half tiers and everybody else was tier three. Right. Um, 
So yeah, I think I think I I would rather trade it out. So yeah. that's really the only pick that I'm like, eh. Okay. About. Okay. How about you with your uh, Devonte Smith and Elijah Moore that you get to go home with? Um. So, to me, one seven to two seven becomes a especially like one seven to really like two one becomes super valuable trade territory. So, and things are also going to change with like how free agency is panning out. Like the fact that I had two tight ends go to New England on my team, like (laughs) all of a sudden changes my perspective. Like, wow, do I actually want to consider a Kyle Pitts there or, Mm -hmm. but I I mean, part of why I'm so, I like, obviously that Devontae Smith is crazy talented and Alabama receiver and whatnot. I think the big thing is going to be, as long as he like, I you you hate the pick and prod so much at metrics and stuff, but I think people really want to see him put on weight. Coming in at one sixty five, like is just sounds terrifying to me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as long as those that checks, like if that like comes in at a reasonable number, I don't know if he's going to put on like twenty to thirty pounds. Um, but. Uh, he could do that one crazy diet that offense alignment did or tight end turn offense alignment did last year. We did like raw eggs and Gatorade and oh yeah, that's just... gross stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I, I think the, the Devontae Smith one I can't really be upset about, and it, it'll be depending on landing spot for him too. Elijah, can you go back to the draft board? Yeah. Um, Elijah Moore. Yeah, that's another fascinating one too. I think I would probably gauge trade value there too. Um, I think I, I think I'd be looking at both spots too, especially with like how I address receiver in the off season too. I don't know if I'd double up again, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I know. I think I'd be happy with that. I think I still have a lot more to learn about more, but a lot of people seem to be in love with him. And I actually was looking up something about him the other day. And he was, uh, do you remember the, when Ole Miss had like, lost a game because of a receiver celebrating in the end zone by like um, peeing on the fire hydrant and th- type thing. Yeah. That was him. Oh, was it really? Yep. That was him. <laughs> That's so funny. So I think overall I'd be pretty, happy with it um it just depends on a few things but i think i would like to gauge trade interest with those picks if some of these things turned out like that yeah um i think it's kind of funny you were talking about the tight end thing and that pick is right before fryermuth yeah uh your penn state boy yeah i do love me some fryermuth um so I think that that'd be really cool to see where he goes. And I would absolutely be tempted by it. Um, Cause I think he's gonna, I, I mean, there is the learning curve with tight ends. That's been very well advertised and like a lot of the reasoning for that takes for tight ends so long to jump onto the scene is because they don't really know how to run block well. And Frymuth is one of the exceptions where he's like a really good uh red zone threat but he also loves to run block he just loves to run through people so like he's very physical so i think that's going to get him on the field early 
So I'm, I'm very curious to see where he goes and how they're going to deploy him. Um, if he ends up in the right spot, I, would, I mean, I, it's no secret. I would definitely look at him, but it just depends if he gets in the right situation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll leave the rest up to discussion of the group. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other things we'd want to hit on, like things we'd like to see happen or surprises or anything i mean i think there's i mean and you know uh eric's like fishing to try and trade up and get some picks yeah speaking of which eric you haven't sent me an offer yet (laughs) i wonder if he's sending them out if if they're actually good offers too i don't know he has to send me one first i know i want to see i want to see some activity the things were hot for a week or so when we had some trades going on lately but things have quieted down quite a bit which is i think what we predicted yeah can't only be me that spurs all these trades whoa hold on hold on you calm down i jumped in on that yeah well i mean you and i were one of them so yeah and i did one with michael too (laughs) yeah and then i just did the one with uh jordan man that jalen hurts is working out so far i think yeah what Uh, do you think about the deshaun watson rumor was there one that he was going to go to Philly? There is one. Um, Jordan mentioned it one night when we were online gaming, and he said that uh, Roseman was sniffing around at Watson, uh, trying to gauge value. And then it was like a day or two later is when the lawsuit stuff popped up. But um, then I saw an article posted that they were calling about Watson. So, like, I don't know, man. They are the, I I'm sure you're gonna be sweating bullets that the first round pick just to make sure they don't go quarterback. So I think it's more it would have before the stuff went down with him, it would have been more likely if they traded for Watson rather than draft somebody. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think it's one of those things, right? Um it's the same with Wilson. Like the instant Wilson said like something that was kind of passive aggressive, everybody's like, What what's the package like? Like when you have a quarterback that has proven to be very good. You and you don't have a super settled option, it would be the wrong move to not inquire. And just right. yeah. Um, in my opinion, it would have been it's not the right move for Philly to pay them, right? Yeah. Um, I think that would have been dumb from an organizational standpoint when you have a player that you could give a chance to, like Hertz. I know. I would feel really bad for him if he just gets like shipped off like that because I just feel like he's just not giving like even a chance yeah i agree and um i don't think watson gets them to the super bowl yeah that's that's the hard part i have with like some of the rumors that i've been flying around like especially i, I heard someone like on the network make this comment like especially about the jets like part of their strategy for the past couple of years has been like purposely loading up on draft picks and like to build a lot of like talent around these guys and not like not build them up just to go get a guy that you have no talent to support, mm-hmm. you know, like it's something like that where like there's a purpose to it. And like a guy like Watson's going to, you're going to get a King's ransom for him. Um, so yeah, I think the only team that could like really overpay with picks and like, still be like super competitive and like really elevate them to that next level would have been like Miami in my head because I feel like Miami's already becoming like a really good team 
mm-hmm. or even even depending on the package like Denver I think like Denver has a really good supporting cast um and depending on like what Houston would be looking for in return like it could be a worthwhile thing but things have to clear up still yeah I agree um I'm not well especially since all the stuff started going down I'm not super worried about that anymore uh, yeah, there's it's going to be a long off season of for sure sorting through that stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm not super worried about the Eagles drafting a quarterback. Yeah, um, I think they just need to get him talent to support him. I agree. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I guess now this was like our the end of our big event we wanted to do. So. We'll try to come up with a more regular schedule. Um, it might honestly make more sense. We need to talk about if yeah. we want to do weekly or bi-weekly, uh, just especially during the off-season because there's not a whole lot going on. Yeah, we can uh, sort that out. Um, but, yeah, I, I got a few ideas that I thought of since the last one. But, I mean, we can post this out there for the group to digest and argue about um, and figure out who the hell some of these people are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, – Aaron Ted will probably explode if we don't get him on the podcast here sooner. Or <laughs> I know we we owe it to him. I think <laughs> I think he just wants to talk about this stuff, so I get it. So let's get him on here. Yeah, uh, Aaron, I'll officially say we'll invite you on the next one. You can give Ooh. us your opinions on the mock draft. I want some hot takes here. All right, yeah. I want to come hot takes. I want to come in screaming at you. I like it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, until then, uh, Max, you want to send us out? Yeah, that's football. That's football. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. (laughs) See you, boys.